Hey, welcome back to the Young Pope. It's the officially unofficial. Actually, this is Bald Move TV. Yeah. It's unofficially, officially official podcast for all the television on Bald Move. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, we're talking about the Young Poop. Young, young Pope. Pope. Young Poop. Uh, we're, man, this is just a shit show. Speaking yeah. of shit shows, we're about two days late. Sorry about that. Uh, we had a hiccup with our internet and TV service at the new house that prevented us from watching late. it on time. You're we're setting late. expectations. I know. Yeah. I don't think we should have any expectations for this show. That's uh, why we did a bald move TV. Yep. Nobody, nobody checks out. I, I seriously <laughs> don't, don't know. Not true. I seriously I, don't know, uh, about this show. I don't have any expectations because this episode was as inscrutable as the very mind of God. And I'm your yeah. host, Cecily. And I'm Jim. <laughs> and I'm Aaron. <laughs> so we got that out of the way. I got a question for you guys. Okay. Did God breathe on Lenny? I don't God, know, and Holy I don't know Spirit, what Lenny yeah. knows. I don't know what how Lenny feels about it. And I don't know how the show feels about it. I that's the problem. This has Mister Robot syndrome like all over it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is insanity and what is not. Just two episodes ago, he confessed that he doesn't believe the God in front of this Friar Tut guy, and everyone mm-hmm. flipped the fuck out. And he's like, "Oh no, I'm just kidding." This episode begins with him essentially the same confessing that well, he's the center of the universe and he's the most important thing, and right. it's, it's him, not God, and it's not. And no one bats an eye. Here's my theory: is I think he's lying to the friar confessional guy. Does he have a name? Tomas. Uh, no. Yeah, Tom- yeah, yeah. Even if he does, we don't care. Because later on in his room, he's when he's kneeling and smoking and praying, he's right. asking for forgiveness. That's what for I'm what saying. So here's the thing: you either don't, don't believe God or you fervently pray to God for some kind well, of. Well, he's. So I I don't think that he is lying per se when he says like i don't believe in god i think what he's saying is i don't believe in god because he's never spoke to me like he got stuck in the priesthood because that's the thing that he was apparently stuck in as an orphan child in this it is the best of his bad options right and so he went with it he becomes the pope on this career path that he never expected and then he's praying to god he's praying to this person that he doesn't believe in to show him a sign that he should believe in him, right? I guess. Like, to, to please, like, just say something to me. Because I, I want to believe in you, but I don't believe in you because I've never experienced anything. Have either of you prayed what? like that? No. Like, no. like honestly? Just so like, hard I nearly shit my pants? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've i done it twi- I've done it on a couple occasions. One, when I was huh. a sincere believer and I was legit, like, kind of in the same way. Like, what the f- – what – what is going on? Why? Because everyone says they got this personal connection with God, and I never, ever felt like I did. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm doing everything right. Why Why don't I get any of this? You know, kind of like reveal yourself to me. And then mm-hmm. I also did it kind of in a more challenging, as I got to be more of a agnostic atheist, I did a few just as like a challenging, like, all right, I'm about to not believe in you. You, you know, this is pretty much your last time to have a say in this kind of like. Right. Giving an ultimatum. Go up, you bald head. <laughs> kind of Elijah Shebear moment. He prayed so hard that he nearly shit his pants, and <laughs> he became Pope. Like, what more proof does uh, he need? That's but, a good point. And I mean, also... And that's before Voyello pulls a rug out from underneath him later, saying that they rigged the election. Right. Well, that's the thing. But Cardinal Molello, <laughs> does he... Is Which, one, which time is he sincere? When he says, that's God breathed, or when he says... <sighs> this I is a I naked knew. manipulation of power. This was this was driving. This was this was trying to bridge the gap between the extreme, uh, you know, potential pap- papacy of the, the 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 babe farmer, or you know, a mm-hmm. young, youthful, presumably libertine pope. Yeah, and I want to pull it back 
you know, a little bit. Maybe calling it Mr. Robot Season 2 is a little a little harsh. Yeah. Uh, there, you literally have someone who's insane questioning his own actions. Right. Um, here, I think they've created a bunch of manipulative liars who are manipulating and lying, and now <laughs> I don't know when they're not. Yeah. And that's and I don't that's know that... impossible. It makes it impossible to read them. Here's the manipulation that I think Boyella was trying to pull off, and that is I think he's taking credit for rigging the election that he had nothing to do with so that he could, okay. you know. So right. That's my question. Maintain his, his power. power. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to tear apart – not tear apart. I want to unpack what you just said about <laughs> the lying liars. Unpack it to shreds. And you're not sure if they're lying. Do, do they even know? Like, do any of That's these people genuinely be- believe in God and the Holy Spirit? Because if they do, then How I would feel we like tell? what I'm saying is I feel like they're in this really weird spot. And like to the extent that this is what the show is about, maybe this is the whole point. Mm-hmm. But like if you're doing all this political and very human machinations, manipulations as, as a, a course of doing business – then how do you know when God does step in? Or how do you know that what you thought was human manipulations and machinations was just the invisible hand of God guiding events? I feel like he's looking for a miracle. And he's looking for what a is... literal, physical miracle to show him something that couldn't be without the hand of God. But I'm talking about Vielo at this point. Oh, okay. Like, him, he's got to be in a pickle, too, because he's the one yeah. that he knows how the the horse flesh is traded. Mm-hmm. And yet this this thing's happened, and now it's out of his control. But he's in a dangerous position because his whole power and position comes from the sincere belief in the almighty creator that does these things. Right. And yet now he's trying to undo that to save the church? What the hell does that even mean? Can God not save his own church? What does God need with a starship? <laughs> what does God need with Voyello? I don't. I don't know. I think these are all fascinating, and interesting questions. I'm not sure if the show is taking them seriously. If the show is taking them more seriously than I'd like, maybe. Uh, I guess we have to just observe their actions and see. I do still what get a do. thrill, like when I saw Sister Mary do that press conference, mm-hmm. where she just just fucking took it to him yeah. on his behalf, and so uncomfortable doing it. He lists off all of his titles. And just how far above he is in everybody and how he's so uninterested in revealing himself or proving himself or doing anything. Uh, I thought that was super fascinating. And also, I don't understand the blonde woman's relationship with Lenny. Like, this is the woman who had the very passionless uh, missionary sex with her husband for purposes of procreation, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. and then she caught Lenny's eye, kind of uh, Bathsheba and King David style from the rooftops. Did they, they know think... each other previously? Or, like, we going to find out they grew up in the same orphanage or something? No. She seems like she's too young for him no, to be. No, he said that he just saw her on the square. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and... is is this show, is, is that actually the whole story? I, I mean, I'm What's not he... sure this is going to be, like, romantic or anything. I, I, I... I don't either. Okay. I thought that's what you were implying. Um... Okay, yeah. I mean, it could just be like he. I'm not saying it's not romantic. Okay, I'm just saying That's it's too fair early too. to say. <laughs> right, and he's Lenny is completely inscrutable. He gives that he gives this description about this one week torrid affair where he kissed this girl on the beach and then broke right. it off because he became the pope and somehow that super disappointed her. Um, and that was a formative experience for him. But I, I, I don't know. Yes, and that Esther is her name had an affair with that other guy whose name I don't know. 
the aide. Oh, right, right, right. The good-looking, the yeah, other good-looking cardinal. In the alley. So, I, I don't know. I've got, I got the impression that there's some sort of romantic thing. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm actually like... Maybe it won't turn physical. So, a lot of people are talking about the Pope as if he's... Like, they're disappointed in the young Pope for being a very, like, one-note thing. Like a one a one note twist on this pope, like oh yeah. a pope that doesn't believe in God. It's it, it's way more complicated than that. Oh yeah, it's right. a pope that doesn't believe in God but is searching for God. Uh-huh. A pope that wants like his own past has caused him to tell people that he's not going to lead them down this this primrose path. He's actually wants them to search in the same way that he's searching. And I think there's a lot of good parallels there with the. You know his his flock and himself. Uh, I think he's a very complicated pope. Right, he's got daddy issues, and he's trying to find that father figure in God. Yeah. and uh, and he's also trying to inflict that on all the followers of the church. Right, he wants them to suffer so that they can find God. Because if he can't, then you need to work for it too. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I, I think that's way more interesting than just oh, an atheist pope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he believes. I think he just believes in his himself above all. Seems others. like it, yeah. Um, Mary, fuck, kill, Jesus, Lenny, kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm I not mean, going is, first on that. I got to think about this. Who is more handsome? <laughs> I mean, clearly Jude Law. Jude Law's the fuck, right? Jude, Jude Law's the fuck. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like I feel like this is a f- man. You, you really threw an offensive curveball. I'm going to kill this kangaroo. <laughs> <And I'm, laughs> no. I think I'm going to marry kangaroo. Jesus. I'm marrying the kangaroo. Yeah, Jesus is a good guy. Yeah, I'm married to Jesus. I'm killing the kangaroo. And I'm fucking Jude Law. Fucking Jude Law. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean fucking. Uh, so, is there anything to the name of uh, this this woman Esther? Do you remember your Bible story, Esther? Not so that Esther, well. Esther was this uh, Jewish woman in exile who one of the the Persian kings married, and her I think brother or maybe cousin was a Jew also living in exile, and through her revealed this plot against the king that some of his advisors are taking, and this guy was supposed to be rewarded, but the king got busy and forgot about him. And then he later was telling to another one of his uh, confidants, and he's like, oh, I just remembered I was supposed to reward this guy who gave me this great service. What should I do? And the king's confidant says, oh, you should make him second to the king because he was thinking that he was in line for this blessing. And then he ends up uh, you know, giving it to this guy named Mordecai instead. There, There's a little bit to – didn't she say that she's not from Rome or she's not from the Vatican? Like, There's something about her – in this episode, not Earth. Be- She's not from Earth. She's not from Earth. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know. I, don't I wonder remember. if there's anything to this, because there's this, like, you know, this, these people are scheming against her. Is she going to be the one that reveals the scheming? Although it doesn't seem like this. a lot of scheming is happening, happening uh, beneath the surface. It seems like mm-hmm. Lenny is aware that the Cardinals don't like him and want to do away with him, and he's sending them to Alaska. And, right. Yeah. You know. Can we talk about the globe for a second? The globe is yeah. a cool that visual. That globe is insane i yeah. love that globe yeah. yeah it's incredible i don't know which like why they decided to write certain cities on there and not others but that's a badass i wonder globe. if that's where the dioc- dioceses are oh maybe like they're only uh, like if but why would alaska have one does every state have one does every region 
Uh, also, I love that line. Beauty at low temperatures is beauty. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just the ultimate fuck you. That's true. I mean, just the way he deals with these guys is kind kind mm-hmm. of incredible. Did he actually point to San Francisco? He went Sacramento, I think. Is yeah, where he, he kind of missed, and then he moved his old old triple fingers California. over there. But he was going to get sent to Alaska yeah. no matter what. Oh he yeah, did. I yeah. knew as soon as he started spinning the globe, this guy's going to a cold place. <laughs> right. Yeah. He had these beautiful warm gardens. It's got to be different. Uh, where is no can, can we chart the relationship between Lenny and Sister Mary at this point? Is Sister Mary back on board with him? I think she's always been on board with him, but I Man. think she just is more interested. I mean, you know, the mother figure. She wants to try to reel him in. So she's also fastened as Viello guy in the no, contrast. I think that those two are working together, but for different reasons. Okay, they both want to control him, reel him in, do it for the good of the church, whatever it is their motives are. And but. she's willing to manipulate him in order to do that. So it looks like she's working against him, but she's working in what she thinks are his best interests. Right. Right. And what do you think of when that old ass guy came in to demonstrate the weight of God to Cardinal Babe? Babe Farmer. I, why does that deconstruct a human being? And I a... don't. He. It, it, it's like Saul being <laughs> struck so blind drunk. on the road to Damascus. Like right. he had a this genuine religious moment. Up. I can do that. I'm doing it right now to you. Are you I don't feel anything? any weight. I don't feel like you're giving God weight. I tried. Your I feel like you're giving God a uh, hernia test. Oh, God. <laughs> like, 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 t- turn, turn to the side. Can you cough, God? I. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I and I, I, is that some? Is that is that like an old school like Catholic priest teaching that's like brought him back to his boyhood? And I mean, especially coming from, I think Spencer himself alluded to either not believing fully in God or or saying that you know believing everything that happens or all these great things that happen being a miracle is false. So I think that hmm. that same okay. person just breaking down at the end of the episode with that display. I don't know. Maybe that, maybe he and the smoking guy have some sort of history. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like in the same way that Lenny and Spencer are connected. Yeah. In in a similar way, Spencer's connected with this old guy. Can we call him the smoking man? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the movie, Bill Maher's movie, Religious? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Because I had this, the thought is like, I wonder if there's people. I bet there are people at the Vatican who are atheists, like mm. highly placed priests. Uh, and do you remember like when Bill Maher's having a conversation with the official, like the Vatican astronomer? And I, I remember mm. this conversation, and I, at the end, I think Bill Maher kind of came to the realization that maybe this guy was at agnostic, if not atheist, and they kind of had this little chuckle about it. And I, right. I, 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 I kind of want to go back and see just for that scene, because that would be kind of – that's incredible to me. Like, why the fuck do you wear the robes and you have the crosses and you do all this if you're going to be an atheist? Like, what is that well, – how, how do you justify and rationalize that? I think that some people need God – for a couple of reasons. One is that you're scared of death. No, I agree. And yeah. another is that you need some sort of moral compass and you think that it lies there. Mm-hmm. I've actually had someone say to me once, if you don't believe in God, then how do, how are you not out stealing or killing people? Mm-hmm. Like that. You just need, I don't think that's, I mean, you that's, just need some sort of rule book. But I I don't I, I think I, it's like it's like Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like we don't believe in Santa Claus, but we tell children that he's real so that they just have you know some sort of hope or care or. But that's so weird because like I I think that's what people say because they haven't given it serious thought. Yeah. 
Uh, because like morals are not derived are not, from a source like that. Yeah, exactly. and children aren't good because of Santa Claus. They're good like bad kids, you know, than good kids. Like you know, a bad kid's not going to be good just because he thinks Santa's not going to visit him. Like that's just kind of inside you and how you roll. So like I feel like that that's just but but if you don't think about it, it's like oh well yeah if you don't believe in God then why don't you just do whatever the hell you want to all the time without because, stopping and realizing that like yeah you know just find it in yourself yeah right. And, and there are rewards other than pleasing God for morality, for sure. ethics. I mean, th- there are some very tangible benefits to being a moral human being. And moral in the, like, objective sense, not in, like, the, the biblical sense. Because, you know, right. there's some things that they're considered moral and clean that have no basis in any kind of sure. non-religious context. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I don't know. The other thing that I was very confused about this episode, or not confused, just to know how to take, is um, the the friar. Uh, you said his, you had his name down. Tomasi, yeah. Uh, he, it seems like you'd need something a little stronger than alcoholism hmm. to get a guy to betray a pope, especially this pope. No, that's a different guy. Tomaso's not the confessional guy, is he? Well, the guy in the roof? The guy, the no, guy, alcohol, no, the guy with the beard, people. the um, his friend, his name is Gutierrez. the like ultimately pure guy, Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Oh, Gutierrez. Okay, but isn't he? <laughs> isn't he? Uh, That's his like walking around the garden confessional. But, but talk my point talk. still, my point still stands. Like this guy is a right. true believer. Like no. you revealing your alcoholism and getting like, do you first of all, do you think the Pope would allow that to happen? If you went, if you went right to the Pope and said, "Holy Father, you know, Cardinal Moleface is is uh, <laughs> tried to blackmail me because I have a I have a problem. I have a sin." You think the young Pope is going to be like, get the, well? He actually might. I think I the young Pope he, would have been like, he, he might it's be cool, like, dude, don't worry about or, it. Or he might be like, you've fallen short of my mark of perfection. Get the fuck out. Who knows? Yeah. But I feel like that. You know, and b- being willing to kind of like flip on him, especially this pope, that felt a little unrealistic to me. Well, what is he really giving up? The story of how he juggled oranges for a girl on a beach. But he also the 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 pope <laughs> yeah. quote unquote joked about him not believing in God. Like that's something he could drop. Right, mm-hmm. that's a different guy though. Is it? Yeah. I can't. What are we talking I honestly, about? the <laughs> confessor- rooftop 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 confessional guy. like dash. <laughs> Dashboard confessional. Rooftop confessional is not the same guy as that uh, all now good that guy, priest. Could, it would be believable if you blackmailed him. I mean, he's okay. so shaken by the things he's hearing that I think he'd be ready to just talk about it. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm conf- I don't have the, all the monks right because <laughs> okay, Tomasi and Guterres all seem like the same guy to me. Yeah. I'm Definitely not sure. two so different guys. Can you describe to me what Guterres's role is? He's the more innocent, the orange juice guy. The orange juice. He's the, he's, garden he's, of the, orange he's juice. the more innocent of the two. He was the guy mm. that was in that inner sanctum that had the light coming through the window, and that's right. how he first heard God speak to him. Yes. I don't know what his role is. And the, uh, con- the rooftop confessional is just that guy plus the guy that Viello told uh-huh. that he has nothing to confess. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Okay. And I don't think he's been in really any other scenes. All right. So you you guys yeah. didn't have a problem with Gutierrez being blackmailed over his alcoholism? No, I did a little bit. Me okay. too. I yeah. mean, throw out the bottles and... I mean, if you're in that tight... Right. With, yeah. And if you're in well, that tight with the... Well, then you've got the... crippling symptoms of... Um, yeah, alcohol <laughs> withdrawal. Alcohol withdrawal, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> or maybe be a, a smidge more discreet than having a box right. full of liquor. I mean, screwdrivers an would not have a box full of you know an open bar. Yeah, you but how have, you can't tell how me that many this guy's liquor stores hold? are in a Vatican City, and how often like maybe he does have to buy it by the case. Oh, he's got to smuggle it I in. I mean, those were yeah. a bunch of different bottles. Alcoholics have one giant bottle of their liquor of choice, or like a mm. case of it, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Put it in a flask, and you know, he, nip off of it. And... I now understand why he runs the Orange Grove. I think the most because he makes screwdrivers. screwdrivers. He relentlessly yeah. drinks screwdrivers. Yeah. I mean, I think the most unbelievable part of that scene for me was that a grown man has that many stuffed animals on his bed. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like some of those priests Dude. probably get pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, there's like molest boys weird, and then there's just like, you know, standard single guy who's like 60 years old. Are we implying this guy is trying to attract children to his no, bed? No, 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 no. I'm saying like, you his know. sexual maturity like, is I, stunted. I, yeah. So like, I, he's like a child. I've known a guy who's kind of like life 